you are about to enjoy an It Takes Three Network podcast. Spotted at Mood. Jenny Humphrey buying 16 yards of tool. But since when does Eleanor Waldorf pay for her purchases with a penny jar? They say a stitch in time saves nine. Will it save little Jay? Welcome back to Three Gossip Girls, a Gossip Girl podcast. I'm Liz. I'm Michelle. Grab some wine because tonight we had a little alcoholic beverage. It was very delicious. It was so good. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed. Thank you. We watched season two, episode nine, There Might Be Blood. That title always just gets me. There might, not sure, there might be blood. It aired originally on November 3rd of 2008, directed by Michael Fields and written by Eaton Frankel and John Stevens. Summary for this episode is... Serena begins to question whether Aaron is the guy she thought he was. Hoping it will help her chances of getting into Yale, Blair agrees to babysit the 15-year-old daughter of a prominent Yale donor. But the teenager proves to be more than a handful. Meanwhile, Jenny and Agnes plan a guerrilla fashion show that will either launch Jenny's career or ruin her chances of ever being accepted into the industry. Oh boy. We have so many words. I'm so excited to talk about this episode. Uh, we actually have it playing on the background today. This is fun. We have like a little like relaxed setup. Anne's playing WoW in the other room, so I we know. decided to go into the bedroom. This is this is uh, the indie podcaster scene. Exactly. We're now in my bedroom. I set us up. My bedroom is not big. It's it's not aesthetically pleasing. It's okay. It's aesthetically pleasing. It's cozy. It's cozy. So I have my Christmas lights on. They're just <laughs> lights. I don't think, actually, she does not call them Christmas lights. But They're just colored. I have lights on. I put Gossip Girl on in the background. My the cat is meowing because he hates closed doors. He has that <laughs> weird thing about him. Our podcats. Podcats. Li- Liz, tell us about the glass full of gossip. I'm I going sure to let will. Liam inside. Please do. Okay. So this week... I decided to go with a theme of blood, but not call it blood. It's uh, it's red wine. And I will post the bottle on Instagram for the glass full of gossip as always. But I entitled it the gorilla gig. I'm back. I love that. I I'm love so it. Glad. I wanted to go with like something like dark, yeah. edgy. And then there might be blood. So I was like, oh, blood, red red wine i feel like usually the titles i know they're based off movies nothing to do with anything no i know but sometimes they make sense this one i'm i'm missing it i'm just not sure we start out the episode we're at the humphrey loft jenny and agnes are running around trying to scurry and get all of these fashion pieces ready because they are doing a fashion show. They kind of lightly touch upon that, that it says that they're doing a fashion show. They talk about Nate and how Jenny hasn't spoken to Nate in a while. They've been ignoring, he's been ignoring her the entire week. Agnes is like, well, why don't you just make the first move? Like you be on top of this. And so Jenny says like, oh, I only want one Archibald. It's not like, I know because she's like, you can have, what after tonight you can have a million Archibalds. a million Archibalds. She's like, but I only want one. So like, she does have her heart set on Nate, I mean, which is I how, would who wouldn't? Too. 
I swooned so much in this episode for him. I just, as the show progresses, it gets worse and worse for me. I think I I felt a lot of things for this episode and definitely I felt what's the word? Less mean towards Nate. Mean? Yeah, like yeah, like, l- like less judgmental maybe. Like he's not as lost as he was even though we'll get to it. He kind of still is. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He thinks he found I think he thinks he found his like little niche and family and so he feels like he can meddle in that but really he's just you know a a visitor staying in their house it's like he he's still an outsider in the in the humphrey situation i do feel bad for him yeah me too so we go to nate and dan they're walking i think they said they're gonna go see a movie and dan is saying that Jenny and Agnes are acting weird. They keep going behind closed doors. There's so many secrets. And Nate's like, doesn't really want to talk about it because he hasn't even come to terms with what happened the past week with him and Jenny and the kiss. He's like, decided not to talk about it. And then Dan's phone rings and he gets a phone call from Jordan. And it's, it's so funny or a text message from Jordan. And he's like, Oh, Jordan's texting me. And Nate's like, who's Jordan? Dan's like, oh, the life of Nate Archibald, literally the girl you hooked up with at Yale. He's like, oh, yeah, that girl. Like, oh, wow. Come on, Nate. Just another one. Another one. Not not on your belt. Mm -hmm. And she says that she got three professors to take a look at his pieces and she'll let him know what they decide later on. So Dan's freaking out. He's like, I can't go see a movie. I have to go home and like prepare myself for her phone call. They go, I'm just going to sum up that sort of beginning storyline of the Humphreys. They go back to the loft to find Jenny and Agnes preparing to leave with all of her pieces for the fashion show. So she has to come clean with him saying, hey, I actually quit Eleanor's. I'm starting this fashion show. You know, please don't tell dad. Please be proud of me. And Dan just like can't believe what they're doing. He's like, I need a moment to think about this. I have to go in my room to process it. So she tells them that they're doing a gorilla fashion show, which yeah. I a gorilla. I guess that means like just do you're doing a fashion show anywhere, right? You know, like it, right, just exactly out of, out of the blue. Mm-hmm. It could be anywhere. It could be in a park. It could be in a restaurant. Like it could be wherever yeah. they can find the means to do it. Serena and Blair are meeting with a Yale donor. Her name is Elizabeth Boardman, and they are pretty much there to just make a bid for Blair's acceptance. And so Liz is very uninterested in Blair. She couldn't even care that she's in this meeting. All she cares about is Serena and how how is your, you know, your your life going? And I heard you went with this person the other day. Like she just she doesn't care that Blair is even in this room. So Serena keeps trying to get her to like give Blair the attention and she's just not having it. So then she brings up the fact that her daughter is going to have to, you know, have room service tonight because her parents are going out. So Serena offers up Blair to babysit her pretty much. Take her to the movies tonight. And so Blair's like, uh, yeah, no problem. And I'll do it right from here. I knew this wasn't one, a young girl. (laughs) I mean, yes, she's young, but not like a kid. And two, I knew this was going to be bad news. It's like the girl who can be left alone, but shouldn't. Right. So I guess she's supposed to be 
uh, you know, roughly Jenny's age. I was going to say that's how that. she's got to be, right? They don't say if like she goes to the to Constance. I but don't think she does. She's either too young to go to Constance, or she goes to a different school in the area. Yeah. Because she says when well, my mom and I are in the city, so I'm assuming they don't always right. live there. Right. Yeah. Uh, just to sum up that little scene, Serena ends up leaving because she says, I have, you know, my mom's charity event later on. She leaves and she runs into Aaron outside. Now, last we saw of Aaron, he was getting on the back of a mo- she He was on a motorcycle and another girl was getting on the back of it. And Serena saw before she could reveal that she remembered Cecil the Caterpillar. Cecil. So she mentions to him like, hey, I remember everything that happened at Camp Suisse. And so he he's still flirting with her. They're having this banter back yeah, and forth. But she's like, mm, I saw you, though, the other night with that girl. And he kind of reassures her that, oh, it's just a friend. He doesn't even go into detail about who this girl is. But he's, oh, she's just a friend. Don't worry about it. So she's about to ask him then to go to the gala with with her. And as soon as she goes to ask him, another girl runs up to him and kisses him like on the lips, not yeah. on the cheek kisses him she's like oh i'm so sorry i'm late i'm here so serena just walks away she's at this like what am i supposed to believe at this point what is this kid's deal it makes no sense what is all the like either you're a man whore or you're not which way do you want to spin it yeah i don't know Mm -hmm. we can go back to the hotel after serena leaves um we finally meet emma (laughs) she comes out in this skimpy skimp dress Blair was like, what the hell are you wearing? She's like, oh, my friend Muffy or like her friend of me. Muffy is about to lose her virginity tonight and I need to beat her to the punch. So Blair's like, uh, not going to happen. Absolutely not going to happen. She's so she threatens to use her mom's social status of knowing the dean and the dean is like an uncle to her. So she there's no way she's going to get into Yale and she's just going to tell the dean that Blair is took her out and got her drunk she's pretty much a little blair she's she's a mini blair now blair has to deal with a mini version of herself even with her headband there's only one headband i know that's (laughs) what i got too yeah (laughs) ttfn ttfn later on blair is like so distraught over this whole emma situation so she brings her to the vanderwoodsons it's like serena i need your help i don't know what to do with her she wants to lose her virginity on my watch i don't know what to do So Serena says, why don't you kind of trick her and say you're bringing her to this fancy gala event where all these like socialites are there that she could lose her virginity to and not tell her it's really for old people and she's going to be bored. So Blair decides that that's what her plan's going to go with. And she allows uh, Emma to break out anything in Serena's closet. So she's super thrilled about that. I mean, we we exclaimed how we would love to go. Uh, I would love to go into Serena's closet. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess to sum up, Chuck then comes in. He introduces himself. He thinks she's a beautiful girl. He sees her from afar and they're, you know, they're flirting. She's like, oh my God, you're the Chuck Bass that's all over Gossip Girl. It's so nice to finally meet you. And he reveals that this charity event is for old people and he wouldn't dare go there because how boring would that be? So now Emma knows that this is not going to be a good time for her. So she decides that she's going to get into, she's going to go out and go into Chuck's limo. And so Chuck follows. He's like, all right, let's, you know, I'll try this out for a minute. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And as soon as they leave, Blair comes out and she's like, oh my God, where is Emma? And Chuck is now gone. So she puts two and two together. They left together. And now she's freaking out because we all know Chuck. 
and limos and teenagers and things. So it's it's not a good picture it, for everyone. And it's just a lot of assuming. Lots of assumptions. Guilty. I did it. Yeah. I was yelling at the TV when uh-huh. this was happening. Yeah. While Blair is freaking out about this right before that, the uh, butler comes in and says, hey, Serena, you have a package. So Serena opens up the package and it's the licorice ring from Aaron. This whole thing is so stupid. I know. And she's like, well played, <laughs> Cecil. Cecil. It's just, if it's if it has to be this much work, it's not worth and it. And we said that we both agreed we're over this and it hasn't and even it hasn't begun. And it hasn't even begun. Hasn't even I'm begun. I'm so bored with this mm-hmm. storyline. Same. We go into Chuck's limo. There's a very quick scene of him sort of flirting with Emma and she's coming on to him and he's not really pushing her off. And then the scene ends. You're like, oh shit, is he going to, you know, attempt to have sex with this teenager? I some things at the television. But then they come back. He comes back to the Vanderwoodsons and says that Emma bolted from the car because she tried to make a pass at him and he like wasn't having it. He wasn't going to sleep with no, her. No, he wasn't going to ha- have sex with her, luckily. So she left and she was pissed. So she got out of the car. So now they have to go and find her. But Serena gets a text. Don't know how this happens, but f- Serena gets a text from Isabel that Elizabeth's credit card was being used at One Oak. So that's where they decide to go. Emma's. It just said E, uh, what's the last name? Boardman. Oh, okay. Like, so like, and she knew that she stole her mom's credit card. So Blair puts two and two together. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's go and find, um, her at Oak once. One Oak. Sorry. So just to go to one Oak, Serena Blair and Chuck arrive there. They're looking all over for Emma. They spot her with a guy named Serge. Serge. (laughs) Serge. And then the, I guess the owner of the bar or like one of the managers comes over to Serena like, oh, hey, I should have known you were coming. You should have let me know and distracts her. And so they lose sight of Emma, which allows her to leave with Serge. So now they're crazed. Later on, Blair blames Serena for this. She's like, you got me this job and now you're ruining my chances of Yale and Serena says, like, you wouldn't have this opportunity if it wasn't for me. So let's relax. They had. Yeah. Chuck comes over and interrupts them, announces that the bartender said that the credit card is by the user in the back of this booth. So they think that Emma's still there. They go over to see that it's actually Elizabeth, not with Emma's father, but with some other suitor. So Blair is like, Praise Jesus. I know praise she's Allah. literally praying to she's God. She's like, think I found my golden ticket. This is my way into Yale. I'm going to blackmail her. And she took the picture. So she took a picture of Elizabeth kissing this man. That's not her husband. And so she stores it. Chuck says that he found Serge's address from the bartender or, you know, he goes to the, this club. So they decide they're going to go and find Emma. Later on, Blair she wants to use the ammo. She's already, she's like, she's not even going to leave because she wants to use this ammo towards Elizabeth. Like she was going to going to go up to her and be like, haha, I got a picture of you. Now you need to get me into Yale. And I also feel like at this point she feels so relieved because it's she, like, she's done. Oh, she doesn't I'm even in. care about finding her. In yeah. Because now I have my, what I can use. Right. She's like, I have my golden ticket. I don't right. even care about where Emma is at this point. I just want to get into Yale and, you know, selfishly use this to my benefit. But Serena says, look, I got to go. I got to go to my mom's charity event. She's texting me. Where are you? 
please put Emma first before anything you do. Like, please think of Emma first. So Blair takes it into consideration and her and Chuck decide to leave to go find Emma. Was this the Chuck's like, come on? Yes. <laughs> he like puts his arm out to like for her to like lock arms with him but it just was like so out of place i mean it's very chuck no. because he's like from a different century absolutely 100 percent. but Lisa it was and funny I right now we're doing the move <laughs> like everyone right now wherever you are just put just your hand on your hip maybe wrist in your hip and just and just pretend you're interlocking with yes an imaginary blair oh, with, with a chuck and blair mm-hmm. so <laughs> then blair says to chuck like i don't know what to do help me figure out a plan for this and chuck's like i got it don't worry so he's scheming a plot which later on when we talk about he he, it's smart he does a very smart thing yeah yeah so then blair oh no this is serena's still with them at this point blair and chuck and serena all go to serge's apartment to find emma and they're knocking on the door like, Emma, I know you're in there. Like, please don't do this. And so she opens the door and she's like, oh, Serge is in the bathroom. But like, it's definitely going to happen. You got to go. So then Blair says, look on Gossip Girl. Because Chuck's like, tell her to look on Gossip Girl. So Blair says, look on Gossip Girl. Do you have your phone? Look on Gossip Girl. So she looks and she sees that a post was made that Muffy. I forget exactly what I they have said. It. Oh, please, I have it. please I have read. It. Muffy's muff got stuff. <laughs> God. So Muffy made Gossip Girl and she lost her virginity it's all two in one cherries. night. It's two cherries. Her Gossip Girl cherry and her real cherry. And she did this all before Emma could do it. So now Emma's so upset and Chuck's like, let's go. Like, it's best off that we don't do this. But then they see uh, Serge yeah, naked. naked. And they both start laughing. And then Chuck says, lose the tulip. <laughs> Word of advice. Word of advice. You might want to lose the tulip. So we're like, okay, does that mean he's uncircumcised? No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe he has a tattoo that's a tulip. Like, is it all up into your interpretation? Sure. You guys let us know what sure. you thought. Because a tulip, I guess, I don't know. You uh-huh. guys let us know. That's right. Let's so, leave it at that. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they all leave together in the cab. Uh, this is uh, Serena gets a phone call from Aaron or a voicemail, I should say. And he's apologizing. It's like, why do we have to keep apologizing? It should just be easier. It just shouldn't be this difficult. He's apologizing and he'd still like to take her out and hope he got, she got the present. And as she's about to leave him a voicemail back, a girl picks up and she says, are you looking for Aaron? Do you want me to get him? And Serena just like stumbles upon her words and she hangs up because it's Tamara. Tamara. Yeah. Something like that. And so Serena's like, what the hell? Another I, one? I like, don't what the blame hell? her for this. Me either. But she keeps, I don't know. I feel like Aaron would now at this point for me would have to like really try and like finesse me at this point. Like I wouldn't go back to call him again. Like I just, and also, I would try to play hard to get. Like, come on. Yes. And I would need actually straight straight proof which proof he still doesn't and then when we get to the end of the part of their uh, their storyline he still doesn't have a straight answer for her we need explanation he just keeps brushing over that fact of like why do you have so many girls like why are they and, all and after he keeps you saying, oh i can explain her oh i can explain but you're not her. explaining it who are these right. i don't like it no i don't mm-hmm. like it either mm-hmm. so after we have the limo scene we'll wrap up with the emma storyline chuck and blair pretty much deliver Emma back to the hotel. She heads upstairs 
and Blair thinks Chuck for doing the blast on Gossip Girl. Like, I know it took a lot for you to do that. Or, you know, you had to go through a lot of people kind of thing. And he's like, oh, anything for you. So we find out that the the post is fake and which we assumed it was anyway. You know, the Chuck and Blair being sweet and helping each other out. I'm all because they now establish now there's episode. like it's not like at least in this episode there was no games no, they no, were no. helping each other yeah and legitimately last episode we saw them crying over each other like we cannot be together right now but i still love you and will do anything for you totally and i i'm okay with this right now same it's not I'm, the same i like game. it let's just take it slow with that i'm like we don't need to be so obnoxious all the time friendship is great yeah so then uh Blair stops Emma before she goes upstairs and she says like, look, you, I know you wanted to do it tonight, but maybe next time you want to do it with someone who you love. And so then Emma says, oh, did you do it with someone who you loved? And Blair said, I actually did. And like, I wouldn't trade that experience for anything. Like I would, would want that for you. And also this is a, there's a better way of getting your mother's attention. So then Emma says, no, this is not about my mom. This is about Muffy. And Blair's like, um, I'm the poster child for like bad mothers. So I know what you're going through and, you know, just tell her how you feel. And so Emma says, yeah, every time we're in New York, my mom always claims that we're going to have mom and daughter day and it never happens. Like she doesn't pay attention to me. And Blair knows exactly how that is because that's how Eleanor is with her. It's really sad. Yeah. So then Blair brings her upstairs and they're both in their party dresses and Elizabeth is sitting there reading a newspaper and she's like, oh, what the hell? And I know what you've been doing all night. And Emma's like, no, 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 mom, it's not what you think. And Blair's trying to explain herself. But of course, Elizabeth's not hearing it and she blames her for everything and says like, "Mm, I guess you're not yell material. And Blair's like, oh, you know what? And she's about to use this ammo that she has. And she's about to show her the picture on her phone. But Emma comes in and says, please don't do this, mom. Like, let me explain. And even then she shuts her down again is like, no, I told you to go to bed. And then says like something so awful. She says something along the lines of like, and you wonder you why, wonder why I, don't I don't want to spend time yeah, with you. You wonder why I don't want to spend time with you. The A mother says that her, to her daughter. And so Blair um, immediately is like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> but, yeah. So she takes the upper hand, which is so unlike Blair, and doesn't use her ammo against her. She's like, oh, what were you going to say? And Blair's like, you know what? Maybe you should pay attention to your daughter because you're going to realize that one day it's going to be too late. And she says you have a really great She's daughter. a good girl. Like, just you know give her the time of day and you just don't so maybe you should take my advice and so she leaves that's pretty much it for that night for this storyline we can go back to i know it's kind of all over the place but i'd want to go just store it's yeah. just easier than going back and forth back and forth between the storylines it's really the whole emma situation with the three of them and then the, th- the three of nate vanessa dan and the whole Jenny situation. So to go back to the Jenny stuff, this is where it gets good. It d- we were like, my this favorite. is so much more entertaining than what we've seen with the, the Emma stuff. It's just not as good. Even though we do get the development of like Chuck and Blair and like a friendship there, it's just not as like fun. Yeah, as like this. Jenny definitely first, then the Emma situation and the Serena and Aaron is at the deep, deep bottom. All the way down at the bottom. So, yeah. So after Dan goes in his room, Nate goes outside. Jenny and Agnes are ready to get into this van to go to this 
which we uh, the gorilla fashion show, which nobody knows where it is just yet. And Nate's trying to tell her, like, hey, wait for Dan. Like, this is not good. And she's like, you're either in or you're out. Like, or you're either behind me or you're not. And so he's like, okay, I'll drive. And he gets in the car with them. And she's excited because obviously, like, who wouldn't want the guy you just kissed and your crush uh, to, like, come with you and support you? Of yeah. course. At 15 years old, that's the best thing ever. Yeah. So they go to the Palace Hotel. And Nate's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is a charity event for, like, the New York Philanthropic Society and they're honoring Lily and Bart, which we don't know until we walk in. But he's like, why are we here? She's like, this is where I'm going to do my fashion show because there's so many people that could back me here. Many people with money and socialites. And he's like, oh. And so she gives him a suit. She's like, I brought this for you to wear. He's really impressed at this point. He's like, wow, you really thought he's this like, out. He thought of and everything. did your research. Yeah. So he's like, oh, okay. So he's like on board with all of it because she's so confident in every step of the way, which is it's hard it's so hard watching this you know it is i have very i have a lot of feelings so many feelings so we go into the event and jenny then finds out that this is honoring bart and lily and she feels awful because she's like how am i gonna do this to to two people especially lily who's taken her under her wing and she really truly cares about her and so the guard comes over and he's like, excuse me, miss, what's your name? And she's like, oh, it's Erica Vanderwoodson. This mm-hmm. is my parents' event. And sometimes I leave off the A at the end of my name. And I'm so excited and so honored to be here. And he's like, oh, okay, no problem, miss. So then Lily sees her from afar and she's like, Jenny, what are you doing here? And she doesn't know what to say. She's like scrambling for words. Nate comes over. He's like, I brought her as my date because my mom couldn't make it tonight. Like, perfect answer perfect timing perfect timing and lily says oh well have you guys seen serena and they're like no and she's like okay you know i'll i'll see you later kind of thing as the whole party's the gala is going on jenny is getting everything prepared agnes is giving this guy uh stewart like the 411 and and what's happening Uh, yeah and so then jenny gives him the flash drive like this is what we need for tonight and she's like, aren't we going to get Stuart in trouble? And Agnes is like, he's in love with me. And he wants to become a <laughs> and, professional yeah, video gamer. And he wants to be a professional gamer. So he's fine with getting in trouble for us. Yeah. So then the head of the foundation, I guess, is making a speech. And the lights come out. At this point, when the, the uh, van, when they get into the van, you do see uh, Rufus, Vanessa, and Dan try and run after the van so now they found them at the gala (laughs) and they're trying to get in the door (laughs) lily's like they're with me it's not a problem so everyone's there for this fashion show the lights go out on the the screens it says jay humphrey designs and it's all these like candid moments of the models and her clothing and it's like a really cool show it it was a cool takeover very cool and Everyone's really impressed except for Rufus and Dan. They're like super pissed. Nate's like cheering her on. They're smiling at each other throughout, like through the uh, room. Lily's dancing. Lily's dancing. She's smiling. Even Vanessa's like, wow, this is so awesome. Good for you guys. And the whole show is over. I feel like we're going all over the place because before the fashion show, we do have a quick scene with Vanessa and Dan. Vanessa says to Dan, you should be happy about what Jenny's trying to do. She's pursuing her dreams and she's really good at it. And so then Dan is questioning her about her feelings towards Nate. 
Yeah, this was very wishy-washy. Yeah. He kept going back and forth. And, and you know, he's defending Nate. He's like, Nate's a really good guy. Right. If you have feelings for him, you should tell him. And it's like, not for nothing, Padge, but you have no idea. I know you were explained it, but Vanessa dealt with some shit. Yeah. In terms of that situation. Definitely did. And, yeah. of course, she still has feelings for him because they ended on a not great note. Mm-hmm. Great. So they talk about how it's awkward for Vanessa. And he's like asking her why she hasn't been over to the loft. And Vanessa's like, it's just, we didn't work. He's still mad at me. But then then, he, then he's voicing his concerns about Jenny and how he thinks she's ruining her life. And Rufus comes over like, who's ruining their life? So we now we know Rufus knows. The next scene, Rufus explains that they should have told him sooner about all of this. And they're trying to figure out where Jenny has gone. <laughs> And now Dan has gone on Gossip Girl and there is a picture of Nate and Jenny kissing because after Jenny um, was, you know, before her, the fashion show portion, Jenny and Nate have a moment. And as she's talking, she's getting really excited. He just like kisses her right in the middle of that moment. And a girl gets it on camera. This girl. This random girl, even though she actually took a picture of someone else in the previous episode. So she's still, she's the same extra. Mm-hmm. That's in trivia. I gave you a little bonus. <laughs> she's got Michelle's face. You just gave me um, a yes, nugget. I of gave hope. you a nugget of hope. So, um, wow. yeah. So Nate and Jenny kiss at the gala and the girl takes a picture. It ends up on gossip girl. Dan sees this. Nobody else sees it just yet. Like even Vanessa doesn't know. So they all decide to go look for her. And Dan goes, I know where she is because of the blast on Gossip Girl. So as I said before, they all get into the cab. Rufus is freaking out. He's like, can we go any faster? Can we go any faster? And at this point, um, Nate, uh, Vanessa's defending Nate saying like he would never, you know, support this without any reasoning. Like, let's not jump to any conclusions. And then Dan gets a phone call from uh, Jordan, but he ignores it. He's like, oh, this can wait until later. The three of them go to the event. We talk about they go in and the whole fashion show thing happens. And then after the fashion show, Jenny's so excited that she jumps into Nate's arms and they kiss again. But Vanessa sees it this time and she's they both immediately see her see it and she runs off and then Jenny feels so badly that she decides to go after Vanessa. Yeah. And also in that cab ride, it's Padge changes his whole narrative. Yeah. Now he's like anti-Nate. And she's like, wait, wait, wait. You were just trying to convince me to go to him and tell him my feelings. What happened to that angle? Mm -hmm. And now you're all, he could influence her. We're not sure about him. Yeah. And so I feel like she already had that in her head. Like like, what's going on here? Right. Yeah. Something's up. So in the gala, as Dan's immediate mission is to find Nate because he's taller and easier to spot is what he said. And he has such rage. Such, and he goes and he finds Nate and Nate's like, Dan, what are you doing yeah. here? And he throws him against the wall and Nate's like, whoa, 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 what's happening? Dan pulls out the picture of him and Jenny kissing, says, what's this about? You're like a predator against my sister. And Nate's like, we're only two years apart. Like, let's not get crazy here. Truth. Throwing, throwing around words. Truth. And then Dan's like, oh, well, you know, I know your history now about the woman and her paying you. So now Nate's like, oh, shit, Vanessa told you that. Because nobody knew that besides Vanessa and Catherine, obviously, and and Blair. (laughs) 
but he's uh, he's like don't go and judge me you have no idea like what i've been going through and you know give jenny a chance like she's so good at what she does and dan's like so pissed that he just says like listen you pack your shit and leave our loft because i don't want to deal with this anymore and Nate's like seriously i know and nate could have reacted in such a poor way but he was like you have like just the way he handled himself i felt like mm-hmm. he did a really good job yeah so then right after that jenny runs into nate he's like hey they know everything including your dad your dad is here and then right before the whole fashion show starts Agnes does persuade her to do it. She's like, your your dad can't punish you twice, so you might as well just do it. And then we talked about the actual fashion show portion. After the fashion show, after uh, Vanessa sees Neat and Jenny kissing, Vanessa uh, Jenny goes after Vanessa, but she runs into Rufus, and he is beyond pissed. Like he's so hurt and disappointed, and so disappointed. Like he's never been more disappointed in his daughter ever. And he's like, are you proud of yourself? And she's like, actually, yeah, I am. Like, I'm so proud of this. Look how many phone numbers. I got 32 calls already. They all want to meet with me and see what, you know, I have to offer. And they're all prospective backers to this company that she started. And Rufus says, like, I've I've literally never been more disappointed in you, though. And then Lily comes over because she sees her arguing. She puts her two cents in saying, like, it was such an amazing show. And it, like, really livened everything up because it was so boring. And it was so inspired. It was so inspired. And you're so talented. And so Lily is, uh, Jenny is so happy by that. And Rufus is like, don't get involved in this because it's none of your business. Can you imagine being a parent? Or anyone trying to teach a lesson and express nope. And then someone else says, oh my You're God, you did such a good job. It's like, just add fuel to my fire, will you not? <laughs> yeah. So he's like, please, Lily, it's like none of your business. Go away. And then uh, he, Rufus says, like, you definitely are going to be punished. You won't get away with what you've done. And Jenny's like, I already did, though. So then he sees a cop on the street, goes over to the officer and says, this is the girl that started the fashion show. She's responsible. So then the officer says, don't worry, miss. We'll call your parents as soon as we get down to the station. She's like, my dad is the one who's making you arrest me. So Lily says, hey, my husband owns this hotel. This event was for us. We're not pressing any charges. And he's like, okay, makes my job a lot easier. And then Rufus is still like, Lily. Just back off. off. This is none of your business. And Lily's like, I'm preventing you from making a humongous mistake. I was like, it's, I get what he's trying to do. Like he's at his wits end. He doesn't know, but like getting your daughter arrested at 15, like that's huge. Also who called the cops? I think it was just a random cop on the street. Also, oh no, you know what? It was because all the models were getting taken out by, you know. Yeah, yeah. It must have been them. Agnes does make a comment about that. Yeah, all of the the models get escorted out because they're not supposed to be there. Uh, Jenny says, well, I don't, um, you guys figure it out. I'm going home. So she leaves. (laughs) That's the last we see of her. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Um, So we go to the next morning, really, just for everyone. And Chuck goes to Nate's house. And she's like, what the hell are you downsizing? What's happening here? And Nate's like, this is how I've been living for the past couple of months. And like, you'd had no idea. And Chuck's like, I truly had literally no idea what you've been going through. No matter, you know, no wonder why you're staying in Brooklyn. He's like, well, that's not happening anymore. I'm actually going to go live with my mom for a while out in the Hamptons. And so Chuck's like, nah, that's insane. You're going to live with me. And Nate's like, no. And he just leaves. Because I guess he's still, they have not 
patched things up since the whole Yale situation. Things are a little bitter. Yeah, he's they're not in good terms. Even though they're always they'll always be friends. It's just they're he's very upset with Chuck at this point. Yeah. Then Serena and Blair have a sleepover at the Vanderwoodson house. Serena's trying to get Blair out of bed with a fake. Yeah, we, we, we have to just take a moment here. She's trying <laughs> to wake Blair up, and what I'm confused about is Blair is in bed, and Serena's in this purple. Uh, we don't know if it's lingerie, lingerie or a dress. And yeah, she's trying to wake Blair up, and she's waving around this this teacup, and we're like, "There's we're no like, way. There's, there's liquid no in liquid there. in there. There's no, no coffee or tea. It could." A spill all over her, and B it's just shaking. And it, all it's just shaking. It looks it's a prop, so fake. Yeah. yeah, the worst prop out of all props. Yeah, like you can definitely tell when people drink like the to go cups of yeah. coffee how like light it looks. But this is like literally she's like I'm spilling it all over it, her. <laughs> so bad, n- not believable. Yeah, but Serena's trying to wake Blair up, saying like there's other schools, but Yale. Don't worry about it because now Blair doesn't think she's going to Yale. She has no way of getting in. And Blair's phone rings, and it's uh, Dean Barryby, and Serena picks up, and she's like, Blair's phone. And she realizes it's the Dean, and she gives Blair the phone, and immediately Blair's like, no, 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 I can't. But he's talking to her, and the scene then goes for uh, the housekeeper, says, Serena, you have a guest here. So we don't see what happens with the phone call with Blair just yet, but Serena goes out into the den or but whatever she's wearing what is she wearing heeled slippers she's wearing heeled slippers with that purple getup, which we're actually now staring and at her her boobs are just i mean out. she's got gorgeous she's got boobs. a gorgeous rack and they're beautifully placed always but always are, is this pajamas i need to know i don't know we can't it's call hard it pajamas, to say. lingerie what would you call it i and i guess that's a long i guess it's lingerie at this point like i who would wear that i don't know it's bizarre. And then when you do see Blair's too, it's like this black necklace thing. Dress. You're like, what the hell? Is this a dress or is it lingerie? Did she we get no dressed? Idea. I don't know. Yeah. So we don't know. Uh, Aaron is actually waiting for Serena in the lobby. He invites her to go out with him again. And so she's like, I need to address something. All of the, like your posse, the other women I've been seeing you with. And so he's like, um, initially gonna try and explain it but then he's like i could tell you about it but also i want to tell you that i haven't stopped thinking about you since i re-saw you at the gallery that day and so he like spins it where they he's been looking at pictures of her and their old memories and serena's thinking too like yeah i i have been too this is new and exciting again for me and so then he says, like, oh, I hope you didn't eat that ring like you did nine years, like you did nine years ago. And she's like, no, I didn't. He's like, OK, good. So she realizes that that's literally the ring he's been keeping for nine years. It's weird. How? 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 Gross. So he, <laughs> yes, he invites her to dinner. He's like, oh, I'll see you tonight. So then Blair comes out. She's so over the moon excited. She says that Emma talked to the dean. She And Emma said, the question that Dean loves, if you can have dinner with anyone dead or alive, who would it be? And Emma says Blair. So cute. So cute. So and happy so for you, Blair. Blair is like, oh, my God, I'm in. He said that I would. Be, they would be glad to have a Blair Waldorf at Yale next year. And so she's just so over the and moon And they joyous. would be happy to have a Blair and a Serena. And a Serena, so yeah. So this is two of them are going to Yale. I don't know. As it seems. <laughs> as it seems. It seems as of right now that Serena and Blair, yes, have gotten into Yale. We don't know about anyone else's path yeah, at yeah, the yeah, moment, yeah. but yeah. those are the first acceptance that we know about. Yes. 
The next scene, we are at the loft. Dan and Rufus are having breakfast. Dan comes out of his room and Rufus says, it's just you and I. Jenny left the loft at like six o'clock this morning. I don't know where she went. And Dan says, well, I was up all night too. I was writing my piece to send to Noah Shapiro. And so Rufus questions that. He's like, wait, I thought we weren't doing this. I thought you couldn't write this because it was so personal. And from Chuck's perspective, Dan's like, well, I decided I'm going to go and you know, be more ballsy and try and pursue this because it's something that's going to launch my career. And so Rufus says to him, like, well, after, you know, I'm trying to explain this to you and your sister, like after the dust settles, if you have nobody, you literally have nobody. Like success is great while it lasts. And then after that, you have nobody if you treat people like this. Yeah. And Padge is just so in his head because he has this chat with Serena. Yes. At the event. Yeah. And of course, it's like last week when they like mentioned, like, let's talk, talk about our feelings. And she's like, what's going on? He's yeah. Like, My sister's the only one with balls in the family. Right. I'm never going to get anywhere. And because I, he just got the phone call from Jordan that all of the people that read his letter, uh, read his stories aren't going to write him any letters of recommendation. So now he's pretty much screwed into getting into Yale. So I guess his way of like, I don't know if he's trying to get Noah Shapiro to be on the side so he can write him a letter of recommendation, or it's just like, I'm going to try and further my career as a writer. Well, I think he's trying probably to get the recommendation, but also to prove like, Oh no, I'm not a wuss and I don't care. And I'm going to go against what's actually right, morally right. And I'm going to do anything I can take because my sister's now doing anything she can do. Right. She, she's doing anything in her power to pursue her passion and I'm not doing that. So obviously I'm doing something wrong. I actually think Hadge is in the wrong here. And Jenny, while I might not agree with everything she's done, yeah. I agree with her more. Yes. Same. Yeah, no, because now Padge is just doing it because he, I mean, it's great to be inspired. No, absolutely. But now you're ruining someone else's life too, because now you're getting Chuck's, life involved in this and so rufus is like what the hell am i what did i do you like <laughs> why do i have kids? to worry about you now yeah he's like i thought i had to worry about jenny now i have to worry about you too and he's like yeah maybe you should focus on her and go look in her bedroom and so rufus gets up and jenny has cleared out a lot of shit from her bedroom and it looks like she has taken off somewhere she's moved out she's moved out of the loft and to pretty much wrap up the episode the last couple of scenes we have a uh, serena and blair are looking over the yale catalog catalog together and they're laughing and having cute moments together and then nate is on his way out of town he stops at the mailbox to mail a letter to jenny then dan is mailing his story to noah shapiro then Rufus is in Jenny's bedroom and he's crying because he's like, oh, my God, my daughter has left. I don't know where she is. What happened? This is awful. And he just tried his absolute best and it just didn't wasn't enough. This Yeah. Time. And his son became a dick. Overnight. And then his, <laughs> then his son is a dick. And then the last final scene, we see Jenny walking on the streets of New York, just a random street with like two duffel bags. And she's just. She's looking walking with her hoodie. She's looking hot, like a hot mess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) And that's where we close the episode. It's just, wow. Like the two main plots are now we know Blair and Serena's potential futures. And now we have no idea what lies for Jenny's future or Nate really too. Or Nate. 
or Dan. Like, it's like, what's out of all what's futures, everyone going to do? All futures seem up in the air except for Blair and Serena. Right. Like, there is a more solidified where everyone else is like, uh, where are we going here? Yeah. So let's take a break, recoup, go back with segments. Hi, everyone. We're your beer drinking babes. I'm Ashley. And I'm Nagy. And we're from Rock Candy Podcast. Every week, we bring you a story from the world of music while drinking thematic beers. Did you ever wonder how much Charles Manson inspired the music you love today? Did you know that Joy Division and New Order are virtually the same band? Are you aware of how weird Kesha really is? Like how she had sex with a ghost? Do you also not understand what Post Malone is? Because we don't. Well, we got you covered. Behind the Music isn't around anymore, but we're here to pick up the slack. And be a little drunker. Yeah, so go ahead and look for Rock Candy Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever you catch your pods. And with that, party on, kids. Party on. Okay, we're back from break. Hello. We're going to start with off with our normal trivia. This episode was based off the title, There Will Be Blood. Which is a movie. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. cool I cool, don't cool, get cool, cool. why they could have picked anything else. Why do you think this title? There might be blood. I mean, do you think it has to do with family in terms of mm. there might be blood between the family because Ooh, of like Jenny bad blood? and Ruth, bad blood? Ooh. I think that's where it was going. I like that. I like that as like a right space. Because truly. Jenny, Rufy, Pad, just awkward triangle that was so close. A Humphrey yeah. family yeah. is now torn apart. Totally. Yeah. No, they're the most divided now out of all the families. Out of all of them. Which never was the case before. Yeah. So, yeah. Good point. Um, Ed Westwick has said that Chuck's response to being called the devil is one of his favorite lines in the whole series. I have to say, Chuck had some of my favorite quotes this episode. Yeah. I had a lot of Blair quotes, too. Uh, this is one of two episodes where the Humphrey loft is filmed from the outside of the building. We never really see the outside of the building. It's when they were in the van. Oh yeah, That's like I, really I just, the, I, I don't even realize that that's the outside of it. It's like a pretty okay. desolate street. The girl who takes a photo of Nate and Jenny kissing is one of the girls that was in the dark night. Just want to let you know that I've named her Becca. Oh, Becca. Love that. I don't know if she has a name, but her name is Becca. And congratulations, <laughs> extra Becca. For being in two episodes. For being in two Girl. episodes. She's actually in the third episode, but it's not let yet, so I will let you know. you that she's my pick <laughs> this week. She's got some crap spoiler until the end. Uh, Jenny's cell phone number is re- revealed to be 917-555-0165. Ooh. <laughs> I love when they do the 555s. Yeah. Always in movies. TV.com had Nate as his, MB- as its MVP this week. The Humphreys' address is given as 455 Water Street, Apartment 6, Brooklyn, New York, 11211. While there is a 455 Water Street in New York City, it is not in Brooklyn, but rather it is the address of a park located in Lower Manhattan. And Nate Archibald's Mm -hmm. townhouse is 4 East 74th Street, New York, New York, 10021. As you can see from the letter he addresses to Jenny Humphrey. Yeah, I (laughs) wanted to know if people have looked that up and see what it is. Yes, they zoom in. So I'm assuming there are Gossip Girl tours in New York City. I have been asking there are all the time about yeah. this. And I passed the Palace Hotel last time I was in the city. Yeah. And well, after Shanna's bachelor. And I sent you a picture and I put spotted. It's like a really blurry, but it was the Palace Hotel. Yeah. And so is this something 
that is set up. There is a Sopranos tour, and you can get on a bus, and they take you all over. Ooh. So at Gossip Girl, is it more of like a walking tour? I'm not sure. I'm going to have to look it up. Because I'm. it could be a walking tour, but there is a lot. Thing. I don't think a lot that are going to be near each other. Well, clearly. Because, yeah. Right. And then I know, because I, I definitely want to do a Gossip Girl, and I've been saying that to you. Would love to do it. And I also want to do a Sex in the City one. I always wanted to do that because too. You go see Carrie's apartment, which and we saw with yeah. Allie, which was so fun. And with the there's a chain chain rubbed so off, sit. yeah. But just to do, you know, we live so close. we're so close, and I've never taken advantage of something. No, like that. we should definitely do that. Yeah. Um, I will look up exactly what it entails and see if like we're ready for it. Well, I you know, know I keep pushing it. I, I just don't asking. want there to be anything spoilery, but I really don't think it would be. Yeah. If you're just going to the location, it's not like it's going to have a big plaque like, this is what happened here, you I, know? <laughs> I think it would be really funny. I mean, obviously, it's hard because the outfits are so elaborate, but to yeah. recreate funny scenes, I will play Chuck. I will wear I plaid suits and shit like that. I literally love that. But I don't know. I feel like... <laughs> With the armband? Do a side-by-side. <laughs> I would certain, love that. If you find like particular scenes where we're like, okay, we can work with what we have. We're not going to go out and buy these. Definitely. No, I'm totally going to research that and I will get back to you. I think it would be really funny, wouldn't it? That would be so much fun. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, that's my okay. trivia. I do have one goof. When Jenny and her dad are taking, are talking outside the hotel, the charm on her necklace flips from back to forth. <laughs> you notice that? I did because I kept note of the lock. Necklaces yeah. were such a big thing. Yes, they were music in this episode we have no new tale to tell by love and rockets children of chin by the henry clay people the pre-afterlife by porterville papel volando by kinky the only one by death Ray, and sheena is a punk rocker by the yeah yeah yes let's go into some questions yes because please. we have quite a few to get through we will start off with Muse Chick. As always, she sent us her thoughts on this episode. She says, yes, now I can see why no one likes Jenny. Mm. <laughs> the way she is acting is just awful. And I'm not saying that as a mom. I'm saying it as a person. She crashed Lily's party, although Lily enjoyed it. Then she ran up to kiss Nate, knowing everyone would see. Poor Vanessa didn't see it on Gossip Girl, instead in person. I'm actually glad Blair didn't blackmail the mom and just talk to the, to the daughter. Although I would have loved for her to throw it in her face, she saw how she was treating her daughter and told her to pay attention to her. I'm not happy, Pad, just sending Chuck's story. I think in the end he will really hurt Chuck. Just because he's a jerk doesn't mean Pad should have to say anything personal about him. I also don't like Serena giving this Aaron guy a try. He seems like a player. Nate, he's just a crowd coward sending mixed signals. Maybe he can go find himself. I did enjoy the cute moment of chair in the limo. When they are being honest with each other, I see different sides of them. Why do you think he's still why do you think he still didn't get Chuck's help? I guess she means Nate. Is he too proud? I mean, Padge is mad at him anyway. I think, yeah, I think they have such a history that it, it, I think maybe perhaps deep down he knows he'll always be there. Yes. Yeah. This certain level of taking for granted. So definitely I can still remain mad at you, even though I know you'll always be there. Right, right, right. He's like, let me figure it out on my own for now. I can always fall back on you if uh, like that's if my needed. last resort. Mm -hmm. She also asked, do you think Jenny went to live with Agnes? If she did, I don't think it's a good idea. Okay. Where do you think Jenny went? Yeah. So I have really 
conflicting thoughts on Jenny because as someone who truly believes in their craft and who's talented, you have to do stuff like this. But does that mean you go against your... I don't even know if she has morals. Mm. The thing is, she's being influenced by Agnes. Yeah. And she's so talented. But sometimes you need that catalyst in your life to fire you up to move forward. Yeah, definitely. Which is great. So Agnes is like a bad influence, but she's also really believes in Jenny. Like genuinely believes in right. Jenny. It so would just it seems. be great if Jenny was maybe like 21, 22. Like some, have more no. world experience than what she has now. So she's very impressionable. Well, that's the problem right. here. And so in her taking over, it's like, wow, this is such good publicity, right? There's no totally. such thing as bad publicity. Definitely. But like th- when we're watching it, I'm like, oh my God, this is so bad. The fact that she's doing this to Lily, like this is right. awful. But then Lily's like dancing in the background. Right. It all kind of worked out for her. So just but because it worked out doesn't d- mean it's good. Right. It doesn't mean that it was right. But then I'm also impressed. So I'm very, I know. I'm on a seesaw it's right so, now. It, yeah, I know. I'm toying with my emotions with that too, because I see both sides of it. So Rufus, he was in a band, as we know, and he toured and all of that. Is it because he didn't take enough risks when he was younger that he didn't become as successful? It's possible. I mean, I think it just was something that kind of faded out and then he met Allison and they just decided to have a family family. together. So like maybe in a way he's kind of jealous too. Like he did live that life and he was good at it for a time, but then ultimately had to give that all up for his kids. And Lily said that to him in a couple of episodes ago mm-hmm. when Jenny is like, please follow me around. And they had to go to give Lily the dress. Right. She's like, you know, she reminds me of someone. And so maybe it's those deep down feelings of like, shit, this is what I wanted to do. And, and I, I couldn't didn't. do it. Yeah. Like I did it to an extent, but I didn't follow through 100 percent. And I definitely didn't have like the passion that she does. So maybe it's a little guilt at his as on his part, too. Yeah. She just said as well. And Michelle, now that Vanessa feels betrayed, is this where we think Vanessa will become the worst that what we hear from her? I don't think so. I just think I as, soon to tell. as Shanna said <laughs> that if Vanessa was removed from the show, she makes no difference. Same thing with Jenny. Brian said that about Jenny as well, right? He he did. He said that he felt like Jenny was just an unnecessary character that didn't actually change the progression of any of the ever, everyone else's storylines. Which is interesting because I guess we'll see where that all goes. But Jenny's been such a big part in the past couple of episodes. Right. So but we- in hindsight, though, she really hasn't affected anyone besides really her brother and her father. And Nate. And Nate. Yeah, it's true. It's and like, now Vanessa. Yeah. So she's. I don't know. I still, I'm still waiting. Like I said, I'm still here waiting for Vanessa to get bad. I'm still waiting too. Thank we you. will see because yeah. right now I'm, I find her a to be absolutely stunning that I can't get my eyes She's off her. Gorgeous. And B, I'm just like now when Michelle and I saw Nate and Jenny kiss and we saw Vanessa see that I felt probably the worst I felt watching this show. Same. I was like, oh, I feel so incredibly hurt for this girl because. She tried to make it work and she tried to help him out. And they did generally have feelings for each other and like on a deeper level. And then it's like now he's kissing this other girl who she's very close with, has been for years. And it's like, wow, he's how also hurtful. He's the one guy who's from that circle that made his way into their circle. Yeah, he made his way into both and circles. And so now it's like, okay, you went from me to Jenny. Right. No. 
And and you're right because I really had no feelings towards anyone in terms of relationships in the show. And then seeing that, I was right. like, oh my gosh. Right. Even I feel for it. All of the shit that Chuck and Blair have put each other through, as much as I love them as a ship. Sure. I don't feel hurt when they hurt each other because they do it to themselves and constantly and it's mutual and it's always a game. But with Vanessa, the, her feelings are real and Nate's feelings were real. It's just now it seems like they were even more like even smaller than they were to begin with. And now she's like, oh, wow, I guess I really didn't mean anything. And so to you. insignificant. Right. It's incredibly insignificant. Thank you, Muse Chick. Uh, Caitlin Fenorin on Instagram says, I'm writing this really fast before you record. I hope I make it in. In the whole, I didn't love this episode. I felt like it was just a filler. Mm. This girl stuck with Blair trying to lose her V card is so random. The dude and Serena are just a snore fest and I can't even remember his name as I (laughs) type this. The only fun stuff is Jenny and Nate. Why am I so into this? Is it so wrong, but it feels so right. Also, everything Chuck said is just gold. I can't see the pop-up fashion show being as well-received as they make it out to be in the show. No way old stuffy rich adults would be impressed by that interruption. And because the clothes were honestly not very good. Fashion, I loved Blair's red dress in the opening scene. Quotes, are you, aren't you like the devil? The V-card girl, she says. <laughs> Finally, some truth in advertising, says Chuck. And looks like you've just been hooked. Just looks like you've just hooked yourself some bass. Amazing. Gossip Girl, for people that have finished the series, you know what I'm, you know what I know, and you know what scene I'm trying to bring up, and I just want to let you know that I'm thinking of it too. <laughs> Questions, where, where's Jenny going to go? What does Nate's letter say to her? <laughs> okay, so where did Jenny go? I think to Agnes. Okay, and what do you think Nate possibly said in his letter? That... I thought your show was amazing and brave. I find you inspiring. However, however, (laughs) I'm causing too much trouble here. I have to go. I can't stay where I'm at. I don't think he'll throw Padge under the bus. I don't think so either. And then I have to go be with my mom. Love that. I think that's great sum up. Also, all of those comments is like exactly it's our like thoughts. perfect how we feel yeah thank you caitlin thank you Teresa 0890 on instagram says hey ladies my quick thoughts on this episode are i was like yes jenny the first time i watched this episode dan annoyed me so much this episode the fact that he was getting mad at jenny for getting things done for her dream to come true bad or not i was like okay stop and then turning on nate the way he did had me mad the first time i watched and i know he's quote unquote with your sister and it kind of sucks but to kick him out I was like okay I'm done with you Vanessa was meh this episode I know she's kind of hurt about the whole Jenny Nate thing but she did kind of mess it up herself so I loved Lily this episode I love the whole Blair Serena Chuck plot with Emma seeing the way Emma's mom treated her I felt bad for her and kind of understood why she is the way she is and reminded me of season one Eleanor and Blair but worse the Serena and Aaron plot. I'm just like, can we go the way with this? Not into it at all. Questions. Where do you think Jenny will go now? Oh, and the fact that Dan waited to tell Rufus that Jenny was gone until they were eating breakfast. Like, Dan, what the fuck? Yeah, so that's so true. Well, here's the thing. Dan is so... Ugh, he's so fucking wrapped up in his he's mind being very writing selfish. a story because he's so... Int- he, he got to the point where he's like, oh, well, if Jenny's going to do it, then... Now I'm I have, like it. you said, I'm inspired and that's great, but you're also going to hurt someone else. And he probably didn't even. No, he's like, eh, 
mm-hmm. I could wait to tell Rufus yeah. that she's gone, even though she, he could have potentially stopped her, but whatever. Um, she wants to know, how do you feel about what Jenny did? Which we kind of talked about that we were, were so up in the air, like very impressed by her passion and her like ambition sucks that it was Lily and Bart's fat, like gala event. But I, I, I guess I wouldn't feel that guilty if it was anyone else's gala event. Like, right. I don't know. And Lily was like, it was great. Yeah. So it's like she didn't get in trouble. And also, you're super lucky that this happened to be at Lily's event and not someone else's. Who could have pressed charges? And because when you think you. about it, it's like, oh, OK, so you're going to hijack an event where you don't know anyone, hoping that these people will receive it well and give you money. Yeah, and what if they don't? Then so you're when you arrested say it like that, and it makes no sense. But right. then you're still going to get publicity for it. True, that too. So either way, yeah. um, she said, would you do the same if you were in that situation? Hard to say at 15. I no, was such I a good kid. I was super shy. <laughs> yeah, but I was just way too wrapped up in, in not wanting to get in trouble for anything that I would definitely wouldn't have done that. Too much of a goodie. She says, finally, do you think Dan reacted the right way towards the whole Jenny and Nate situation? I think he overreacted as a protective brother that he's never had to deal with this situation before. Right. And he's like, wow, my best friend, my new best friend turned on me is now with my sister. And Jenny's like a totally different person. I don't know who she is. Right. It's like he doesn't even recognize her anymore. And even in the beginning of the episode, he's telling Nate, I feel like something's up with her. So now he knows that Nate's harping the secret that she has, too. So he probably feels betrayed with that and then feels even more betrayed that now they are having something romantic on the side and they're living in the same house. So it's like I get that he just popped off. Yeah, I do, too. But kicking Nate out of the house, definitely he saw red for that moment. I think if he would have had a conversation with Nate, he wouldn't have done that. But too late now. Nate's already gone. Right. In, on Instagram, Steve.n says, what do y'all think about Jenny and Nate? <laughs> <laughs> I I like Nate in a relationship. Same. So whoever that may be with, I enjoy it because I'm like hardcore crushing on him right now. But with Jenny, I mean, I, I, I think they do bring out a good side in each other sort of i definitely like need tessa a little bit more because they're more on the same like level and they're more real i don't know what like what need is thinking like is he just he feels like protection over her and so he feels that he doesn't know like what that means so he thinks like maybe it's like something like romantic but i don't think he's sure to about me, it's it. just like you're with your kid sister. Right. But and she's so sure. Because she's 15. Well, of course. And it's Nate Archibald. Right. But I think that it's funny because as we were watching, I was like, no, but okay. But yeah. <laughs> it's, it's something where I, I don't think I approve of, but I don't mind watching it either. Right. Same. I feel that same way too. I, I remember watching this first time around and being like, all right, I like this. I'm, because... I was like, oh, Nate's cute. And, you know, Jenny's all right at this moment in time. I was like, Jenny's fine. So this is cool. Yeah, I I remember that, like, how the progression of it was. Like, I remember when they kissed at the masquerade ball. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. And then so when they started this up, I I remember being, like, okay with it. And I'm still okay with it. Yeah. Uh, Mrs. Boquist on Instagram says, I actually really enjoy the Gossip Girl episode you're watching tonight. And I say what you will about little Jay. I don't particularly like her either, but I love her gorilla fashion show. Do you agree with Rufus's reaction to it or was he too harsh? Do you think Dan was too harsh with Nate? 
that or was it warranted? That's all from me, XOXO, Jess B. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Jess. Yeah, we did touch upon yeah. what, you know, Nate, uh, Dan's reaction towards Nate. And we do understand where Rufus is coming from. Don't think that maybe getting your daughter arrested was the best option, but he's just, he doesn't, he doesn't know what to do at this point. I think he's spiraling. He's literally at his, at his, his end, his breaking point. So I also wanted to read our sweet iTunes review from use check. She's the best. Seriously. She says, love these girls. Five stars. These girls are so hilarious. They make me laugh every time. I found them on Tree Hill Talk, which is an awesome podcast. I followed them when they said they were doing Let's Talk OC. I love how passionate they are about their shows that they do. They have very detailed episodes. They have great segments. And if you have questions about the episode, they will read them. It's great to just hear them laugh. Their laughs are so contagious. There hasn't been one episode where I'm not laughing so cute i am never bored with these girls they can change my mood in one episode i was never interested in watching gossip girl but turns out it's a pretty cool show Mm -hmm. i would never have watched this show if these ladies hadn't starred three gossip girls check out this one or any other podcast they have trust me they will make your mornings they definitely made mine ingrid Liss and michelle never stop doing what you love i can't wait to see what else you have in store for all of us Mm, my heart is so full thank you Vic so sweet of you yeah <sighs> the it's reviews true, it's like it's true like we we really do put a lot of love we put so much work into these but podcasts it, but it's just love into it because right. we are passionate we're about so it. passionate about it that we want it to be absolutely perfect and we it's funny like michelle and i every time we close the episode <laughs> we we stop recording we're like did that go okay we're like so in our heads and every time we have a guest they're like that was great we're like oh, sorry we're just so in our heads all the time and i think that's how you know we're so just want to make sure it sounds good i mean literally every single time we end it if i'm it's with i'm doing oc <laughs> and list is list is having the reins on gossip girl i will go to aunt and i'm like I don't know. I, I definitely said like, yeah, 50,000 times. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I don't know. I like started words and I was all over the place. And I'm like, but this is real. And we just want to have the conversation right. because we love these shows. Totally. So we're so Thank glad you. that you appreciate the hard work and passion that we put into all of our projects. So thank you so much. Thank you. Everyone that sent us questions and comments, we truly appreciate it. We love reading them. That's oh like gosh. the best part of the show well, is reading the questions. I think we just always want to have a conversation yeah. about what we're watching. and A hundred percent. I mean, that's what we're here for, right? <laughs> How about we start with some fashion? We had, said we had one headband. We had one headband. One headband. It was it was Emma's headband was Emma. in the one scene where she's a goody-goody. And then after that, she nobody's wearing one the entire episode. Yeah. Because we weren't in school. And then at the gala, the gala it's like all older people. So they're not... No. Really going to be wearing headbands, and Blair wasn't wearing any. So, what other fashion did you like? Well, when Serena and Blair were having tea, I actually I loved Blair's red dress, as someone else mentioned. Yes, I hated Serena's short. I felt it was With very like inappropriate. The net, netted tights. I know it was very inappropriate for a Yale meeting. But I loved her moto jacket. Same. I love that on her. Um, I did like Agnes's vest in the first scene. It had like all this like studs on it and she wore it with like the leggings. I really liked that outfit on her. Uh, We made a mention to see that Dan was wearing a blazer in one scene. (laughs) Him and Nate are going to go to the movies. He's wearing a blazer. (laughs) He has a blazer on and underneath is this kind of it's this collar. Aunt has a gray 
pullover that's like this and the collar is kind of crisscross. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you'd wear a blazer on top. Together, but yeah. The blazer must be his fall jacket. It option. must be. It must be. I did like Padge's V-neck t-shirt towards the end. The gray one, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, we mentioned Serena's that cream jacket. I actually liked Jenny was wearing that cheetah jacket right no, before very they're cute. ready to go yeah. uh, to leave for the fashion show. I thought that was cute. I loved Vanessa's curly short hair with the braids going back. Her hair looks so good. It's so good. And she's so tan. Did you like <laughs> any so of Jenny's? I can't say that I did. But Same. at a time in this point, I feel like my sister's bedroom was like lime green and hot pink, like everything. And like everything was very like seen and punk and colors but then also like you wore a lot of black so like i i get her vibe she's got the polka dots and but then it has like the colors on it so the fishnets i get it i don't i wouldn't have worn any of it at that point but like i I like like agnes's style right yeah did you like agnes's very very high shine jacket jacket was interesting this is stuff that was coming back i mean the high shine I think it is, yeah, yeah. definitely. Or like the metallic stuff that's oh, yeah. everywhere. And neon. neon. And neon is, too. Which I'm not a huge fan no, of. It. I if, <laughs> if it's light detailing in like done in a blazer or right. like, like accents of it, but not like I wouldn't wear like bright orange pants or, or something the, like that. That lime yellow neon that's everywhere. Yeah. I don't know. It's like gum. Reminds me of highlighter gum. Yeah, right? The yeah. uh the spearmint mm-hmm. color. I mean, w- we talked about it, but I just I can't get over if it was Serena's PJs or a dress. No idea. And then we said too, Blair changed or you don't know if she changed or she was sleeping in that outfit and it looked like a dress, like a yeah. party dress. I don't know. We were very confused by that. Maybe you guys can shed some yeah, light that would on be great, the outfits. Actually. Um, do you want to go into some quotes? Mm-hmm. These were some good quotes this episode. I have a uh, Muffy Lilla Crostitute. Lilla <laughs> Crostitute. I love it. Um, we have Emma saying, oh, my God, I read about you on Gossip Girl. You were like the devil. <laughs> I'm all for coming on a Saturday night. Blech. What? Innuendos. It's so sexual. No. Also, limos and virgins, your specialty. Have your flower plucked by an elite. elite. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> a s- it was a uh, elite. 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 I wrote a light. It's spelled the same though. Well, yeah. I can T. barely write. You should see my notes. There, it's hard to read. Yeah. Uh, you have Serena. Open your eyes. This is a sign from God. He wants me to do this. TTFN. Oh, stop! Oh, please stop! Stop your mouth from moving. After tonight, you'll have ten Archibalds. Oh. Looks like you got nailed, just not in the way you wanted. You look beautiful. Can we go now? <laughs> Muffy's muff got stuffed. Or little Emma, turns out she's less like Holly Hobby and more like Jenna Jameson. Ooh. Or Dan, it's good to be Nate Archibald. Yeah. <laughs> I have to worry about you now. Mm. That was rough. And then I did like, I mean, it's not so much a quote, but when Bart and Rufus, Rufus? M- Mufus? Bart? <laughs> Bart and Rufus. Oh yeah, Rufus. Rufus and Bart when they first, when they saw each other, they're just like, "Hello." Are we gonna do MVP and Shittiest? Like I literally, you know, it's funny. I actually could pick a a lot of MVPs, which I never feel that I can do because last week I'm struggling. 
But I do have a shittiest and I do have an MVP. Mm-hmm. I have a okay. blue, I have a MVP and then a blue ribbon. Okay. MVP on three? Sure. Three, three two, two, one, one Blair. Blair. Hey. Yeah. I, I felt like, as we just said, I, I really could have picked a lot of people as my MVP because I felt like Nate, like TV.com picked Nate. I was like, yeah, I could definitely resonate with that. That works for me. But Blair, I feel like she's actually maturing a little bit. She felt like she didn't need to use that ammo against Elizabeth. with, And then she praised her daughter and I guess like saw herself in her. Yeah. And was able to like overcome her pettiness because she actually cared about this girl. Right. And I'm just super proud of her. Me and too. And also the fact that she was given this task because she's not wasn't happy about babysitting for the night right but also was like hey you're not just i'm not just gonna let you go off with any dude right because also i am in charge of you and i don't i want to get into all this ulterior motives here but also have respect for yourself not on my watch it's not all what it's made up to be right so i was proud of her me too i was very proud shittiest oh my blue ribbon oh, yeah. go goes to lily oh she's absolutely lily. adorable I realized she is my favorite when character. She's, when she's dancing and snapping, we were freaking cracking up. And she just always seems pleasantly surprised. Yeah, she's like, huh. She's like, oh, wow, like, I don't like all the attention on me, but this is it. Right, like, Here she I hasn't am. been, like, mad in a while. Like, she's always, even though her kids gave her shit for being a shitty parent. Well, at the party. She was still supported yeah. of, supportive of them and apologetic. And then she was really supportive of Jenny. And she's trying to help out Rufus. Like, she just, it's overall, she's just doing her living her best life right now i just also can't get out of my mind what was in that envelope what was in the envelope i can't let it go we do come back to this definitely okay <laughs> definitely come back to and it and then the other thing which has nothing to do with these mvps is just where was eric i know they don't use him enough they really don't he could have been at the party and that's like they made a point to make jenny use erica because eric was the daughter it's like why didn't why wouldn't eric be there he's the son Hey, when did Revenge come out? Did this overlap at all? You know, I let's look that up. I it was a little later. Maybe it was like 2010. Right. Something like that. Let's see when Revenge came out. But it would have been filming in 2009, maybe. I mean, not the 2011. Oh, my gosh. With four seasons. So that's it for only four seasons because we we didn't even want i know we should rewatch and finish it we should do a revenge podcast (laughs) not enough time in the week not enough time in the week but it was season one and two were so good and then half of season three were like eh, and then we just didn't finish it because we weren't that thrilled with the end uh but yeah it says the first episode was september 21st of 2011 and the last was may 10th of 2015 so he wasn't on there just yet. So I don't know. Okay. Maybe he was well, doing I was a just movie curious. or something. That's like that, fine. Or maybe they just didn't find a use. They just didn't yeah. use him yet. Yeah. Um. All right. So shittiest. Yeah. Three, Three two, two, one. one Aaron. That woman. Was that her name? Boardman. Elizabeth Boardman. Yeah. Boardman. Boardman. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I felt. I mean, just by default, he, she's just she is really the shittiest. You're right. I shitty mom. I didn't even think about no. her. <laughs> Aaron is playing games. He's I, playing some weird. Like, what do you think he's up to? Because he won't explain why he's been like seen with all these girls. You know what the thing is, though? Like, she's clearly a shitty mom. And so I really should have chose a main player here. However, Aaron, 
The sad thing is, I think he's actually not up to anything. I think he's just so lame and this story sucks. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I I just It looks like it, it, he it's just it's not a necessary plot and for hey, these characters. How about Serena's just single? Right. Why can't anyone just be single? We don't need this stupid dude who's just like back like, oh, there's this girl I can explain, then there's this girl I can explain, but I'm actually not going to But I'm not going to explain any of it and just try and keep asking. I'm going to keep asking you out until you. I'm literally forcing and you And also to. just trust me that you're the one I'm actually thinking about. I was like, that right. doesn't mean anything if another girl's picking up your phone. No. How could you possibly trust someone? We could all think about someone right. and still be with, and someone, still else. Be with someone else. And then someone else. But it doesn't explain like why you would allow this girl to come over and like literally kiss you on the lips. Well, not only that, but why is another girl picking up your phone? And picking up your phone. Like, oh, he's in the bathroom right now. So it's like, what? Yeah, it's it's all bizarre. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I totally agree. Elizabeth is the shittiest, but Aaron is doing some shady shit, Mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Okay, so we can go into Patron of the Week. It's Patron of the Week. It's Patron of the Week. It's Patron of the Week. So this week, patron of the week is a repeat offender. No hate. It no has hate. to be. It has to be Muse Chick. It has to be Vic. Oh, Vic! Because she obviously, as I read before, that amazing iTunes review, and she every single week without failure sends us her questions and comments for the episode. Not only for this podcast, but for OC. When we had Trio Talk, she always did it for that too. Even River Pod, like she's committed to every podcast that we have on the network. It means so much to us. And she has been with us for a very long time. She's so supportive. She messages us on our personal accounts. Like we just love chatting with her. And she's just such a sweet, genuine mother. And we appreciate everything that you do for us. So thank you so very much, Vic. You're our vivacious Vic. Thank you, Vic. I believe this is like her fourth time winning you go, winning patron of the week. I'm honoring you with the title of patron of the week. Let's go and give you. The title for next week. Yes, do it, girl. <laughs> this will be season two, episode 10. Ooh, oh my God, episode double 10. Digits. We're in double digits. I never thought this day would come. <laughs> um, it is titled Bonfire of the Vanity. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because these titles literally mean nothing. <laughs> Bonfire of the Vanity. Okay, so yeah, I was going to go, all right, well, people are vain. And Definitely vanity. It's going to be like <laughs> dumpster fires about it. But so meaning if we, like if we had to go fires. off of characters. So Padge is now pursuing this uh, venture with Noah but Shapiro. He, so he sent it and we don't know how it's going to be received. Right. That's true. Noah could say this is absolute shit. Maybe, though, it comes back and he's like, good job. Obviously, Chuck's going to find out. You're an ass. Eventually, yeah. Had you're an ass for doing this. I don't know if it's going to be published somewhere or he's going to read it or he'll find out, but not good. And then Nate, I think we'll see with his mom, maybe Anne. Anne you know yeah. what's so funny? Like we've we've said Anne's pretty lame, but then your sister's like, no, she's fine. <laughs> I was like, Shan. I think her reasoning for that, definitely this season, for sure, we do develop a lot of the Archibald, like, history and their family dynamics so we do get more of them oh, i totally patient. understand that be like patient. season one archibald's awful yeah they're absolutely awful um but we don't see them for a while and then when you do meet up with them again it's it's some interesting so stuff. here's the thing they're seniors they yes. are seniors and 
so Nate's going to go stay with his mom. Right. And his mom, I would hope, be like, son, this is your senior year of high school. You need to go back to school. You need to finish out school because that's what you need to do. You so I'm hoping hope, we have yeah. that conversation. Mm-hmm. And then Blair and Serena, you know, I guess we're going to see Serena go on this date because if we're continuing Cecil the Caterpillar, then that's what we will see. And maybe we'll find out more about Aaron. But it's like, please don't let this be the main focus of this story because it's <laughs> unless you're going to present us with something really good. Like, give us some dirt. I don't even know what dirt I want. Same. I just want that to be over. To be over. And then with Blair, I actually have no idea because Jenny's out of the way. Chuck and her reached this agreement. She got into Yale. So her life is smooth sailing right now. <laughs> what could she possibly what get pissed possi- off about? Right, what could possibly be her next, like, oh, and her and Serena are tackle? Good. What do you think is her, I, what could be the next possible incident for her? I literally have no idea. <laughs> I really, I don't even know. Right. I, I don't, it's hard. It's, it is hard. From where we are right now. But she definitely has. No, of course. I know <laughs> it's coming. Some Either like a school event, a social event, maybe Eleanor, maybe. I don't, I don't know. Right. I know it's boring of me to not really. No, it's not. I mean, Blair is never boring if, no, if I anything. Know. So we definitely will have some stuff for her to get Maybe into. she'll help Serena with the Aaron thing. Maybe they have to like do some research or find out what the, his deal mm, is. Yeah. Yeah. So Serena's going to go off Aaron. Blair is smooth sailing for now. She might have something coming up. What's up with Chuck? Yeah, so I think, okay. So <laughs> he's Chuck been and, pretty laying, he's no, been they laying have, low. Chuck and Blair had this conversation, right? They have this mutual understanding of like, not now. Now's Maybe not the time. Later. Maybe later. You're on hold. So Blair might agree to this. But I could see Chuck being like, oh, I can fool around with other women. And then Blair getting upset. Mm. But it's like, oh, I can't blame you. I don't know if Blair would think that. Like, oh, I can't blame you, even though I'm your forever, but I can't be your right now. <laughs> but Chuck's like, I still have needs. Right. I I'm still a have needs because I'm, I'm, a, a I'm a best. And whatever. So maybe he'll find a chick and blah, 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 blah. Okay. It's re- but And then maybe he's going to try and get Nate. Maybe their thing will be like, try to get Nate back to the city. Mm-hmm. And then Nate will live with them. But if Nate's living with them, that means he's living with Serena as well. Right, so it's a lot of people in one household. They could fit. Him. I'm sure they could fit it, yeah. Plenty of space. And then the Humphrey household, I'm sure Rufy's going to be super depressed. Definitely. Jenny, I think, is just going to go, this is just bad news. I think we're coming to a point where she's hanging out with the wrong crowd and where she could have really flourished. Now we're just going down. And maybe it's going right. to, while it has gone to her head, it really hasn't any. Really bad way yet. No, no, at least not yet. I feel like drugs are coming. Mm, drugs. And also just shout out to Mood. I was a huge Project Runway fan when Same. it first came Me out. Me too. Like Jay McCarroll, he won first season. I had his t-shirt. I was obsessed with Project Runway. He was wonderful. And they always went to Mood and I always wanted to go to I Mood. I know. And when I dated... Let's my, go to Mood. Thank you, Mood. I know. Thank when you, I, Mood. Thank you, Tim Gunn. <laughs> I had a Tim Gunn bobblehead, like huge fan. And I used to watch it with my ex... We would watch together and we always say like, oh, we're going to go to Mood. We have to go to Mood. I mean, you see it on Project Runway. Yeah. How how huge it is. I loved it. It's iconic. Yeah. Yeah. Same. So I guess that's where we'll see. Okay. Love all those predictions. Mm-hmm. You, um, 
semi in the next couple episodes to come, perhaps? Me, yes. Okay. Not next episode, yeah. but you're definitely warm in other aspects. Okay, I'll take it. Next episode, I'll give you a little spoiler. There is a birthday. Oh, is it Blair's birthday already? We just... She you had want her me to s- confirm? Yeah. It's Blair's birthday It already. is Blair's birthday. Yep. <laughs> when was her... Is her birthday October? It's. It has to be... It was around last there, year yeah. we had her birthday. Right. And so her she's and 17, Serena, right? Right. Be, she'll be 18. She's older than most of the kids in her grade. Or everyone else already turned 18 because we're reaching. No, I mean, she could be 18. Wait. No. I'm so con- I'm confusing myself because <laughs> get back from second season, it's summer and they're starting the school year. But at this point, I guess it could be. Well, it's definitely October. They said yeah. October in New Haven is beautiful. Right, right. So, so I get, yeah, fall-ish. I remember. And yeah, because it was her, her birthday was definitely in the be- beginning of like the first season. Right. Big of chunks of it. Yeah. Do you think Shanna's yelling right now? Probably. You all are probably Everyone's yelling Everyone's like, sorry, guys. Hey, listen, we're, the, we're just having a conversation. We just can't. We're just talking about lapse of judgment it. or yeah. lapse in your idea. Not lapse of judgment. That's not what I mean. Yeah, and I noticed last episode I called, no, it was two episodes ago, I called Willa Holland Willa Ford. <laughs> remember, Remember Willa Ford? Yeah, of course. The singer? Yeah. Yeah, so sorry, guys. I know I yelled at myself, too, and I didn't notice it when I was editing it. See, so. this is how we get. <laughs> we really are self-critical. Very critical, so. But, yeah. Like, I'm going to harp on the whole elite thing. I'm going to go to sleep tonight, <laughs> and it I will it will continue with me because I it said elite instead of elite. <laughs> It's gonna. Ki- I'm probably gonna tell Aunt tonight when I go but to bed. But you just, but you just fixed it though. You know, like no, I know. you. It you doesn't matter. Owned it's up <laughs> to it. It's not like there are points where like you have the parts of the episode like when we said like kiss and kiss and tell party. It's like it was kissing the lips. I literally say kiss and tell 15 times, and then I was like, Alyssa, what's wrong with you? But I know it's fine. It's okay. We're all good. We're human. We're all human. You guys, you love us anyway, right? If you yeah. if you're still with us, you have to love us. You get it. We love you too. The last thing we have to do is have Michelle disentell who she thinks Gossip Girl is, even though she spoiler alert already told us this before. It's Becca. It's Becca, the girl who took two I, photos. I think Becca's not Gossip Girl. I think Becca's a minion for Gossip Girl. Okay. She clearly is because she's tipping off. I mean, hey, Chuck could be the same too because he tipped off Gossip Girl. He did. They, right. Everyone's on the same boat because they give her the information. I think though we're going to go with Becca. Becca. Becca's a bitch. Becca is a bitch. She likes gold flakes in her vodka. Right? Oh, my God. Super bad. The uh, gold slick. slick. Gold slick vodka. Right, right, right. I live for that movie, except Mm -hmm. after, like, they go to the party, because it's boring after that. Right? I mean, I'll still watch it. It's still good. It's just not as funny as the beginning of the movie. The music in the beginning, I love. With the dancing? Yeah. And oh then my they're God. like trying to get dressed. Like, oh, you have anything else besides yeah. things from Baby, Baby Gap? Gap? Yeah. I've watched that movie way too many times to count. But you guys let us know if you think that the first half of ba- of Superbad is better than the f- second half of Superbad. Yeah. Um, so Gossip Girl this week or a minion for Gossip Girl is Becca. And yeah. Okay. I think that that's a great prediction since it was blatantly right in our face. It's obvious. I mean, like slow-mo of her putting up the phone be like, like, oh. Yeah, and it's like the side angle too. It's not even like a regular camera phone where she just like, she had to like hold it sideways. Yeah. So she had to get the the proper angle, you know. Right. That is all we have for tonight. If you are enjoying our podcast and you want to leave us a nice 
rating and review on iTunes or on any other podcast um, platform that you can leave iTunes, uh, can leave reviews on, please do that. That would be awesome. We would love you so much. You can also follow us on all of our social media accounts. We're three Gossip Girls Pod everywhere with uh, the number three on Twitter. It's different than everything else. And then we're three Gossip Girls Pod on Gmail. And if you'd like to join our Patreon family, you can go to ittakes3network.com. Join us there. Get our extra goodies that we have over there. We just uh, did a bonus episode on the show you and we also have more bonus episodes to come with fun games oh the cat's meowing that uh we will be getting up there shortly for you guys so check us out on there have a good night and we'll see you guys next week you know you love us xoxo gossip Gossip girls. girls